Oh Sunshine. I'm Maria. And my name is Dory, and we are the hosts of the IELTS Speaking for Success podcast, a podcast that aims to help you improve your speaking skills as well as your listening skills along the way. We started this podcast to give you a look at how an educated native speaker would answer some of the most recent IELTS speaking questions for a high score, bad nine score. Rory, you know what? I've been thinking of changing our usual coincidence joke. Oh, don't change it. I don't like change. That's a shame, because we're going to be talking about change today. Oh no, it's another coincidence. Yes, in speaking part one, they can ask you questions about change. Rory, do you like changes? I suppose it depends on what kind, actually. If it's a positive change, like uh, if your workout at the gym is working well, then it's great. Um, if it's a change for the worse, then it's not great. Like, uh, like a change in working conditions to be at home more, for example, which some of us are having to do now. Um, I don't like that. I'd rather be in the classroom. Do you often change? Um, not too often. I have a pretty regular routine going on that I quite like, so I don't think I change it that much. Although I should say it's designed to enable positive change through self-improvement, so you could argue that I'm changing all the time, I suppose. What do you change? Um, well, I don't usually change it, but my workout routine at the gym gets changed by my personal trainer. Um, and I have the chance to change my lesson plans to suit the classes I teach, which is good for them and good for me. It keeps me on my toes. What would you not like to change? Um, I don't like last-minute changes. Um, I suppose that's because I have a fixed idea of how things should be, and then my expectations are set. Um, but if we speak about more specific things, then I don't usually like changing my outfits, to be honest, uh, especially at work. I get quite comfortable with them. Have you changed a lot since your childhood? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I used to be fat and eat junk food and I didn't study properly at all. So all of those things have changed for the better now, I think. What was the last change you made? Well, I say I changed it, but really my personal trainer changed it. I changed my routine at the gym. Um, and by that, I mean I hired a personal trainer to help make it more effective. Um, so instead of just doing the same three sets of exercises all the time, now we do like lots of different exercises, and that seems to be working quite well. What has been the greatest change in your life so far? Uh, probably moving to Russia, to be honest with you. I think it changed everything. Um, I gained access to more opportunities for professional development and I gained new clients and I got to do a variety of jobs which expanded my competency. So that's been great. It was very worthwhile to move out of my comfort zone and move here. Have there been any changes in your hometown recently? Um, I suppose it depends on how you define recently. I think there are a lot of ongoing changes down at the waterfront area. For example, they're reworking um, and renovating a lot of um, the buildings there. Um, but that's been going on for quite a while now. Um, I, I can't think of anything that's happened this year just because of the crisis. But last year, I'm sure they opened a lot of new stores, for example. Whether that's still the case now, I'm not so sure. What do you plan to change next year? 
Uh, well, actually, it's funny we talked about changes to my career path because I'm going to change my career again next year. Um, I'll go back to university and become qualified as a primary school teacher. Um, and I'm planning to go all in on this podcast so we can open up a range of services online, um, amongst other things as well. And I'll move back home. So next year is going to be a year of major changes, I think. Rory, thank you so much for your life-changing answers. Let's take a look at the grammar and vocabulary that Rory has used and we can use about change. Rory, tell us, what's going on with this change business? Uh, do we say change, changes, a change? Um, it can be a verb too, to change something. But can I say like, I like change or should I say I like a change or changes? Um, I think it depends on what you're talking about, for example. So if we talk about... Um, I like change, then it, you, you're talking about the process of changing. But if you talk about, um, I like a change, then we talk about, well, one particular change at a time. And then changes, multiple changes, like uh, multiple processes, multiple things changing. Yeah. Yeah, we can also use it as a verb, yeah, to change or to alter something. Alter would be a synonym, mm -hmm. like alter your routine, change your routine, alter. You can overhaul your routine, like make big changes to it. Oh, this is so band nine. It I is. I can smell band nine. It's so band nine, <laughs> I didn't use it in my original answers, but hopefully people will forgive me for that. Yeah, but you've used, for example, a change for the better or a change for the worse. That's a good collocation to use. Yes, um, and indeed, you should use these things, especially with... It shows you can use the prepositions and you can change the comparative adjectives like better and worse. So that will bump up your flexibility for lexical resource. Ha. It will bump up your flexibility. Yes, it will improve yes. it. Bump it up. Bump up your IELTS. Bump it up. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so a change could be like, uh, yeah, for the better, for the worse. You've also mentioned a positive change. Yes. Or a change, or you've also mentioned like a, a major change. Yeah. A major change. Make a big change. We can also say, uh, yeah, a big change, enormous changes, a major change, considerable changes. We can say drastic changes or even sweeping changes. Sweeping like uh, big changes. For example, there have been many sweeping changes in my hometown. Have there what changed? Oh, for example, Moscow is my hometown and uh, new parks have appeared, for example, cycle lanes have appeared recently. And I guess that over the last decade, over a decade, Moscow has changed drastically. Yeah. We can also talk about last minute changes. And Rory, you're not fond of last minute changes. No, those are changes that happen just before the thing that is scheduled to happen takes place. So uh, if someone calls you five minutes before a meeting and says that the meeting is cancelled, then that's a last-minute change. Yeah, we can say, I hate last-minute changes. Rory has also said ongoing changes. So about speaking about um, his hometown, you said uh, there are ongoing changes. There are, yeah. It's part of a... Oh, God, it's a... I think it's a 15-year plan or something to revamp the city centre uh, or revamp the waterfront area. 
Yeah, or you said like reworking, renovating. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on there. I don't think the people who planned it know what's going on either. It seems like a bit of a disaster to me, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, we also can have、uh, life-changing moments.、Mm. We can. Yes, that's all connected to change, life-changing. We introduce changes or we make changes. We can also witness changes, accept or resist changes. Rory, do you accept or resist change? I accept most changes just fine, but I find it very difficult to. I, well, sorry, I resist changes that I don't think are going to be for the better.、Mm, yeah. So resist, like do not accept. Yeah, and we kind of we shouldn't resist changes. Let things flow naturally, you know, because life is full of natural and spontaneous changes. Yes, we go philosophical on this podcast, right, Rory? Tell us about your routine. You've said you have a regular routine. I do. Well, I try to.、Um, if I have a regular routine, it's something that I do often or every day. In my case, I have a very boring home life. Home life.、Mm. Right, but for example, changes that you made at the gym with your PI, personal instructor, keep you on your toes. It keeps me on my toes. That's a nice one. Yeah, um, to be kept on your toes as well. Um, to be kept alert. You don't get lazy. You don't take things for granted. Yeah, so kind of you make small changes and then like um, they keep you on your toes. Well, yeah, they keep you active and involved in the process, so it doesn't just become run-of-the-mill, boring stuff. When we talk about changes,、uh, we should use、uh, different grammar structures. And Rory, Hooray, used... we're going to talk about the grammar. Grammar, absolutely, yes, it's a grammar podcast now. <laughs> grammar, yeah.、Um, Rory, you told us that you used to be fat. Yes. Oh my God! Seriously, how fat? Like very fat. I think I was like. A hundred, a hundred and ten kilos. Now I'm seventy, so that gives you a vague idea of the drastic weight loss.、Um, but the、um, so used to is important, especially when we talk about change. Like I used to do something, but now I don't.、Um, that's quite important because,、uh, well, used to is quite a higher level grammar structure, intermediate level, so pushing further. But I also used modal verbs. Yes, modal verbs. Which ones? Modal verbs. I used would like. I would rather, or I'd rather. Yes. To say it correctly, and I also said could as well. So for what's possible, but talking about hypothetical things. Yeah, with I'd rather, I would rather. Yeah, I'd rather change something, right? Or I'd rather welcome changes for the better. When we talk about changes, we use present perfect and present perfect continuous. So especially when you talk about、uh, like. Your personal changes, like I've changed,、mm-hmm. right? Or I've changed a lot since I was a kid. Like I used to be fat, but now I've changed. I also said you could argue that I'm changing all the time. So this way, you could, for what's possible or hypothetical, but you're not doing that. It's just、um, some a possibility that you're mentioning, and then plus. Uh, present continuous form, like I'm changing all the time, with could. Oh, oh this is gorgeous! Yeah, or you can say like I'm always changing.、Mm-hmm. I'm always changing. I'm changing constantly. I keep changing myself, right? 
And uh, about some, your hometown, you can say there have been lots of changes. There have been lots of changes. Have been, right? Like over the last couple of years, recently or over a decade. Decade means 10 years. So there have been lots of changes. Or you can use like my city has become more tourist friendly or people have started or many buildings, many new shops have been built. Present perfect passive. Rory, do you like it? Oh, mind blowing. My God. Present perfect passive. Yes. Um, because also they can ask you questions about change in speaking part three. So it's good to learn some present perfect passive structures about change. Yeah. On the subject of structures, I said I have a pretty regular routine going on. So if you have something going on, it means it's like a habit that you um, or some kind of, well, regular activity that you're doing constantly or frequently. So, for example, I have a routine going on. Um, I have a good, well, um, I have a good position right now. It's going on. So that's quite good to use as well. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And also you said, like, I got to do something. Yes. What did I get to do? Oh, yes. You talked about uh, changes at work and uh, you moved to Russia. Everything uh, changed. You gained access to something and then you got to do. Yeah, I got to do a lot of different jobs, didn't I? Mm. Yeah, like got to do. Like I started doing these jobs. And you can say, like, it gets changed. We can say, like, uh, many things get changed. But not by you, by someone else. Yeah, by someone else, right. Like getting your hair done. That's a change. A life-changing moment. <laughs> um, yeah, and moving to Russia was worthwhile. It was, yeah. So if something is worthwhile, then it's um, a good idea to spend your time doing this thing. But instead of saying it was a good idea to spend my time doing this thing, we say it's worthwhile. Yep. You also mentioned changes about your outfit. Outfit? As in the clothes that you wear in a certain environment. So I have my work outfit and then I have my going out outfit. <laughs> <laughs> going out outfit, yeah. In the end, you talked about uh, your career path and that's a nice collocation. So I'm going to make some changes to my career path. Your career path is like, uh, well, if you think about a career, it should be... Um, the progress that you make in a certain line of work. So, for example, you start being a teacher and then you become a senior teacher and then a director or an assistant director and then you become a director and you just get more and more experience and, I suppose, authority, allegedly. Yep, yep. And also, like, if you want uh, to keep talking about grammar, there's a nice structure about change. I'm used to so we talked about, I used to be fat, but now I am fit and gorgeous. But we can, also, we can also say, I'm used to getting up late. I'm used to going to the bank to do transactions. I don't know. Or my parents are used to going to the bank to do transactions. It's, uh, it means like, I have a habit. It's my habit. It's my habit to get up late. So I'm used to getting up late. We could also say, I got used to. Oh, this is so complicated. So when you get used to something, it's like it becomes the normal way of doing things for you. Like I got used to living in Russia after five years. Or I have gotten used to. Or I have got used to living in Russia. I think it's, uh, we should discuss it uh, in a separate podcast. 
Yeah, yeah, we should have a grammar podcast, shouldn't we? However, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a lot of grammar for uh, for people to listen to and use for a high score for GRA. So that's quite good, I think. Yeah, yeah. So just like uh, to keep things um, like simple, <laughs> genius and simple. So like uh, if something is your habit, you can say like I'm used to getting up early. It's my habit. It's my routine. And people resist change because they're used to doing things. Right? They're used to their routine. But we never resist change. Remember, Rory, nothing changes if nothing changes. <laughs> Does it make sense? <laughs> And I think that's a good way of leading into the end of our podcast. <laughs> yes. So, hopefully you've enjoyed listening to us talking about change. And remember, change is hard at first, messy in the middle, and gorgeous at the end. Wise words. Bye. Bye. Rory, do you like changes? I suppose it depends on what kind, actually. If it's a positive change, like uh, if your workout at the gym is working well, then it's great. Um, if it's a change for the worse, then it's not great. Like uh, like a change in working conditions to be at home more, for example, which some of us are having to do now. Um, I don't like that. I'd rather be in the classroom. Do you often change? Um, not too often. I have a pretty regular routine going on that I quite like, so I don't think I change it that much. Although I should say it's designed to enable positive change through self-improvement, so you could argue that I'm changing all the time, I suppose. What do you change? Um, well, I don't usually change it, but my workout routine at the gym gets changed by my personal trainer. Um, and I have the chance to change my lesson plans to suit the classes I teach, which is good for them and good for me. It keeps me on my toes. What would you not like to change? Um, I don't like last minute changes. Um, I suppose that's because I have a fixed idea of how things should be and then my expectations are set. Um, but if we speak about more specific things, then I don't usually like changing my outfits, to be honest, uh, especially at work. I get quite comfortable with them. Have you changed a lot since your childhood? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I used to be fat and eat junk food and I didn't study properly at all. So all of those things have changed for the better now, I think. What was the last change you made? Well, I say I changed it, but really my personal trainer changed it. I changed my routine at the gym. Um, and by that, I mean I hired a personal trainer to help make it more effective. Um, so instead of just doing the same three sets of exercises all the time, now we do like lots of different exercises, and that seems to be working quite well. What has been the greatest change in your life so far? Uh, probably moving to Russia, to be honest with you. I think it changed everything. Um, I gained access to more opportunities for professional development and I gained new clients and I got to do a variety of jobs which expanded my competency. So that's been great. It was very worthwhile to move out of my comfort zone and move here. Have there been any changes in your hometown recently? Um, I suppose it depends on how you define recently. I think there are a lot of ongoing changes down at the waterfront area. For example, they're reworking um, and renovating a lot of um, the buildings there. Um, but that's been going on for quite a while now. Um, I, I can't think of anything that's happened this year just because of the crisis. But last year, I'm sure they opened a lot of new stores, for example. Whether that's still the case now, I'm not so sure. What do you plan to change next year? 
Uh, well, actually, it's funny we talked about changes to my career path because I'm going to change my career again next year. Um, I'll go back to university and become qualified as a primary school teacher. Um, and I'm planning to go all in on this podcast so we can open up a range of services online, um, amongst other things as well. And I'll move back home. So next year is going to be a year of major changes, I think. <laughs>